Backstage, a lot of celebrities back there, man. I was talking to Jerry Jones, you know, the Cowboys owner, and uh, he's disappointed, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's a good guy, though, man. He's, he's talking about rebuilding the team, you know. And he told me, he says, we have to get back to what made us a championship team. Strippers and crack. Too much dip. It's Monday. My name's Dave. Rest in peace, Norm. Did we do a tribute? Kinda. I mean, I played the normal intro on Thursday night. Have you? A pretty pathetic tribute from my standpoint. We got KJ and Dylan in the building. Say hello, guys, respectively. KJ, I'll let you take it. Respectively speaking. Well, I appreciate that. He's being the bigger man today. I appreciate this, Dylan. Uh, you know, it's nice to be with you, good folks, again. Great weekend for myself. Uh, can't wait to talk some football, mostly of the college nature. When he intros both of us at the same time, it's kind of like who takes it first, you know? But That's hey, what I said respectively. Yeah, I have a question. You guys think Simone Biles can dunk a basketball no. on a regulation no. basketball rim? Absolutely not. I don't know that she could dunk a donut on a regulation, like, coffee mug. Like, her All hands right. have to time be out. so tiny. Yes, she's about 4'9". She can't dunk in the traditional sense of just running up, jumping, and, and throwing down. But think about it for a sec. Could she touch rim? Think about it for a sec. When she does her little tumbling routine, right? I won't and say she little. Does her Don't flips. say her when little she, tumbling routine. When she does her flips, her little back flippies. Don't say her little back flippies. When she elevates, I'm pretty sure she's above 10 feet at one point. Doesn't the floor have like some kind of spring in it? It or does. Something? I'm not. I'm not talking about the floor. I'm not, if she were to just go on the basketball court, I think she could get to ten feet. Now, whether or not she could situate a basketball or someone could be holding it up for her and she could, like throw it down, I don't know. Well, I would even allow her to use the uh, the mini ball that you I'm, might win at Six Flags over Texas. You're making it because she's so small. You mean? Well, she has smaller hands, as you alluded to. I don't think she needs to palm it though. I'm just saying. I do. Okay. I'm not, I'm not saying yes, she can, but don't discount it immediately because she's you know four nine or whatever. She, however, I am she definitely is. discounting her I'm because she is four. Is she really four nine? I I would have said five foot. Okay, according to the very reliable, can't even pronounce it. Um, maybe k o t t k e dot org. Who knows? Um, four eight. This is oh like my some, some random guy's blog. The question was asked. Who could jump higher on a trampoline, LeBron James or Simone Biles? And I know this means this says trampoline, but his analysis goes on to uh, establish that James's vertical is reported to be about 40 inches. And, you know, through analysis, her vertical uh, is TBD because that's just kind of from the bottom of your feet. But they say her body gets off of the ground about 53 inches. So I don't do the math stuff, but okay. what's, what's four nine? that's 53 inches off the ground? That's not tall enough. What brought this up? I was just thinking about it, man. And it's, <laughs> Did you take an early bird? No, I'm not high. Um, I'm high on I'm high in vibes right now. But just if you just think about it, I, every time I watch these Olympians do their thing, and we just watched KJ and I just watched a, a, a guy do a little tumble thing, and he got up, I don't know, probably 13 feet. Name yeah. another sports podcast out there that's pre-gaming with like aerobics or uh, whatever you would call that. Like it's not aerobics. I'm just saying, man, she can get up. 
53 inches, Dave. 53 inches is ridiculous. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Her vertical or her body? Yeah, saying her body, like she's, it's not like she's gone to the combine, but Can they're I? saying her body gets 53 inches off Let me say this. Tumbling. Spud Webb. Yes. Slam dunk champion. 5'8". Five 5'6". Five yes. Vertical somewhere in the mid-40s. Correct. I've read 44, 46. Very good vertical. Um, again, he's 5'6", so he has what? How tall did you say she was? She's got 8 inches on her? Mm-hmm. 10 inches on her? Yeah. She's 4'8". Okay. So, I'm just saying, like, that's... Spud Webb is... Right, but you don't see Spud Webb tumbling and back flipping. No, but you, I'm talking... You talk- can elevate more that way, you know what I mean? Because you get more leverage, you're... <sighs> okay. Yeah, I, I, I'm... Look, I, I would love to see it. I, just, I feel I like if she's thoughts in the past, I feel like you know. if she could do it, we would have seen her like at least touch rim, right? Like we I would have seen I think, her. I think that's, she would have, that's too dangerous. Did she go to college? No, she fought for our country in the Olympics multiple times. Okay, well, don't you think like they'd bring her out for like a she's Houston zone, right? Yes. So like the Rockets bring her out for halftime. Like they present her with a key to the city. And she's born uh, in Ohio, actually, correct. But she was moved after she was adopted. I believe she's okay. like foster child or okay, gotcha. Some really, really. Oh yeah, Spring, Texas. Yeah. Wow, ironic. Very cool. Oh wow, ironic What's as, up? She, as she uh, has quite the early the spring bird in her CBD step. In oh, the house. We just shouted y'all Speak out. Speak of the bird. We did. We just got a del- fresh you delivery. Will find someone to put yeah. them away. Thank you, man. We love you. Heck Thank yeah. you. That's huge. Didn't didn't expect that. The gift of CBD. Early bird CBD, that is. The gift of early bird. You know, the early bird gets the CBD. Hey, uh, <laughs> being the second show here on the podcast or on the network will uh, benefit me. This will be my first early bird experience. I'm looking forward to Let's it. Let's make sure Will doesn't get any of it. I, I like think so. Okay, so, so anyway, this is too much dunk. dip. She probably can't dunk. No, but it would be fun to see. It's fun to think about, though. No, it is fun to think about. And I can't believe it. I haven't like seen this debated before. Like I, This is something where... I don't think that it's been widely debated because I think most people are like those tiny little hands. She's got those Chris and Wick small, tiny fingers. Like there's no basketball that she can uh-huh. do. But I do want to see there's a like her a- and any other gymnasts of her stature, similar stature. Like I want to see them on like regulation goals, but you know, make the ball smaller. You know what? You bring her to uh, Roundup. You send her like the Fiji house for oh, the low rim. She's, she's hanging. She's absolutely going like forearm yeah. through the hoop. She's hanging off her elbow. She's throwing it down on Tanner and the boys. Yeah, it's over. Shout out to Founders Day for all you who celebrate. Um. <laughs> so anyway, this is too much dip. The podcast <laughs> is a, is not afraid to go there. Um. Don't forget, we do a live stream now that football season has come back, and it couldn't have come back soon enough. Every Thursday on the Washed Media YouTube page, we uh, we try to keep it between 30 and 40 minutes. We do it right before kickoff. We pick games. We have a, a guest picker. Um, we'll continue that trend. It won't always be a listener. It won't always be somebody from the network, but uh, I think things have gone fairly well the first two weeks. Will is Will. Like You don't get much better than that. Uh, hitting us with our first soccer pick. Gab was fantastic. Gab knocked it out of the park and did pretty well. Uh, with a little their picks. preview for Thursday. Uh, Dylan and I aren't looking so hot in the points. No, no, oh, we'll be fine. I'll uh, be fine. Yeah. Gab did well. Uh, Dave, myself, I did really well. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was great to see. Notably, her big boy stack hit, and as we all know, that's where the money is made. Uh, that's some, right. We got some ground to cover. I'm yet to hit my big boy stack. I gotta start gambling again, man. I would have been 
pretty well off. I would have like bought the company had I had actually been putting money on the picks I made over the weekend. Well, I know a great place to do that. Speaking of which, yeah, we won't go into it. We'll, we'll share more detail about DraftKings later, but a little mea culpa, if you will. Along with the live stream, we will be doing a too much dip uh, DraftKings League, in which you will have regular contests both on Thursdays, Sundays. We'll add in some contests here or there. But you want to join DraftKings, promo code WASHED, uh, and then either hit me up or search the Too Much Dip League. If you go into the app, you've got to scroll up a little bit to find the league section from the app. Really easy to find on desktop, though. Um, but join that. We'll have some cash games. I screwed up week one's contests. I didn't realize there was a... Mm. Uh, once you get a certain number of people involved, we had a ton of people. It was more than 20. You have to fill out the contest at 100%. So I'll start setting it up to where we can hit capacity on each game and then, you know, uh, grow it from there. Uh, but I look forward to taking some dollars out of Dippy's pocket. How about that? Because somebody at this table walked away with more than a couple dollars uh, from DraftKings yeah, this weekend. I did. Um, you know, it's... It wasn't life changing. Changing money. It was, certainly wasn't fuck you money. I don't want you to uh, fuck you, know, you Dorn. Maybe expose your finances <laughs> here publicly. But DraftKings yes. was very nice to you. Uh, let's just say this: um, it paid for whatever my wife ordered from Target the other day. Oh, this that, we, wild. that I'll be uh, yeah. That I have to put together at some point this week. <laughs> okay. Actually, she's gonna she put she put one of them together. She does it quite well now. She's got it down to a science. Swing set, huh? Not a swing set. <laughs> 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 Not a swing set. Well, uh, allow me to be the first to uh, mm-hmm. congratulate you on your wedding anniversary. Thank yeah. you. Six years is a big You were the first. Lead. Yeah. Then you hear that, Dylan? Over here. This fucker. <laughs> He's like, only weddings I respect is my own. Yeah. Can't uh, wait. I was in there. <laughs> I think I might have slid in there first. But it's, you know, we'll let, we'll let KJ have it. Um, it's not like my college roommate reminding me that we're Eskimo brothers. Oh yeah, another day, another time. Very cool. Do we need to do we need to hit the dip line off the top? Uh, not yet. But Give me a dip line see, notice. Uh, I will say that uh, there are rumors out there that maybe a future guest picker is going to hit us up on the dip line here soon. Okay. Okay. Well, wow. we, you want to just jump right into the uh, the National Football League? I think we should. Uh, I had a fun day yesterday, and it's not just because of the outcome of of the boys' game. It was just I had a great Sunday. I was I woke up, was not hungover. Threw on the uh, the pregame shows, was just kind of ha- just relaxing with the kid. Ended up being a fun day, not just because I won. Uh, I don't know, like two thirty, two hundred thirty dollars. Um, wow, man! Just just a great day, man. I don't know what you guys watch. I assume we all watch the boys. I caught that game second, but I uh, I had red zone going from my uh, cell phone for the majority of the morning. And did you have interruptions in your service? A lot of people were having issues with red zone yesterday. Yes, I had issues. I did too. Briefly, I did. But I looked out because I was also dialed into uh, the only game that was showing at the establishment we had brunch at was the Eagles-Niners game. Fort Worth Gentlemen's Club. It was Legs and eggs. A burger joint that's not oh. even reputable enough to be mentioned. Uh, <laughs> I tried to go to Hat Creek up in Dallas. Their version wasn't available. We used to call that Frat Creek. Okay, I respect it. Yeah, dude, that the creek, it was just it was filled with beer instead of water. Yeah. And a playground. Piss. It goes hand in hand. Oh. Um, the... Ability to watch Jalen Rager and Jalen Hurts, fun. I'd rather I watch Bart Rager. Just a big Jalen guy. Very fun. I was I was very surprised at the fact that the Eagles, you know, behind head coach Nick Sirianni, Sirianni, which everybody remembered. Oh, they're a formidable team. Unfortunately, they lost Brandon Graham. 
Um, Tough. But what was shout out to his family. What was the uh, only real note I wanted to make it. is uh, the a- or NFC West seven and one had not lost a game until yesterday afternoon when the Titans won in overtime. But ridiculous. Uh yeah, it's it's a pretty sick division. Have you seen any of the Kyler Murray highlights this year yet, so far? Oh, I have. Kyler, uh, oh. he's, he's on one. He's my guys. I don't know if you guys play fantasy football, but he is my fantasy football quarterback for my my one league that I'm in. Not daily fantasy, like the the big long one. And let me say, dude is a dude is so fun to watch. He's a yeah. problem. He's an absolute problem. I can't I can't he believe just, it. He squirts around in the pocket. He's, All right, he's squirting around the backfield, and then he just lets it rip. Dude, don't say that. He's a little squirt, man. He's a little fella. A little squirt. What is he? Five. He's five nine, he's, flirting with he's, ten. He's also four eight, just like Simone Biles. I don't think so. <laughs> she would be a dunk. problem. You think he can dunk? Oh, Kyler. Um, now that's a that's that's one that's that I a would. Question. I don't know Cole Beasley's height officially, but I know Cole Beasley can or used to he, be able yeah. to dunk. I know that for sure. I've I'm seen gonna, it. I'm gonna say can. Probably still a freak can. He's 32, 33 now, so you know how those things are for 33-year-olds. But he also doesn't have the jab. That's true. You know, so uh, he is not – yeah, he doesn't <laughs> – he's not impotent yet, or his balls haven't, like, <laughs> swollen up. So he can probably still throw it down. He doesn't have the big balls yet. He doesn't. <laughs> um, that was another notable game. The Bills showing up after kind of a disappointing, disappointing week last mm-hmm. week. With that ass. They destroyed – who they play again? 35 nothing over Tua and them Dolphins. Yeah, they destroyed them. Tua hurt. Uh, Yes. Went out with an injury. He was carted off, um, which you never want to see. But it turns out not as severe as um, you he's, know. He's day to day. Maybe he just crapped his pants like Paul Pierce that you one time. He got some bruised ribs, David. It's a very different situation, actually. Do you remember when Paul Pierce got wheelchaired off and it turns out he had just crapped himself? Yes. What? That's revisionist history. He just thought his injury was much more severe than it was. Well, it was. He had a doo doo injury. He was carried off crying and then like walked well, you, out. Yeah. Have you ever crapped like, yourself yeah, in the middle of an NBA game? No, but you have to realize also that I don't know if compression shorts were as big of a thing oh. in Paul Pierce's day. <laughs> um, I've mentioned it in the past that uh, I'm a former employee of a grocery store that's based here in Austin, now owned by Amazon. It's called Whole Foods. Worked there eight years. W H O L E, Dill. What are you yeah. doing? Um, second selling. year there, I was working on the front end, as they would call it, uh, bagging groceries and whatnot. An older gentleman, much older. I know Dylan's not a fan of the olds, but much older. Hates love them all. What are you doing? Hates uh, he was struggling getting to the front door, kind of, you know, struggled a little bit. And I get a call from somebody down that way, and they had laid out little paper towels. Oh, no. The man had had a Paul Pierce, like, on the way to the door. Yeah. Oh, um, that poor guy. I had to go clean it up. It was not not a part of my job description. That was the first and last time that's worked. Dylan, you know, how does that make you feel as someone who, as, soon, as recent as today, made fun of elderly people? I was just going to say that I'm going to start a competing grocery store called Whole Foods, H-O-L-E. I'm only going to sell foods with holes in them. Donuts, Swiss cheese, stuff like that. What else? Well, let's. I, I think All we right. should get ourselves back on track here. That's pretty much here. it. Uh, let's let's much, check in with the dip line. Uh, just those quick. two things. It's time to hit the dip line. 833-371-DIP. Again, 833-371-DIP with two Ps. Remember, dip responsibly. Oh, and this one, it's for Dippy. Well, hell yeah! For one of our first ever live dip line uh, uh, calls, uh, who do we have in line here, caller? Hello, it's Micah. 
Wait, oh my god. Wow. What? Shout out to his family. <laughs> Hi Micah. Hey Micah. Hi, I'm just waiting 33 seconds before I say anything. Hang on one sec. <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah, I don't get it. He's waiting like a certain head coach might have waited before he called a timeout and squandered. Uh, well, oh, we're, we're doing a callback so. to the Dallas football cowboy game. It's probably not the best time to actually wait 33 seconds. <laughs> Hold on, we'll fill the space with some more hypotheticals. <laughs> Do you think Simone Biles can dunk? Um, okay, <laughs> committed to the bit. Is, is Micah going to take his uh, soon-to-be wife's uh, last name? Has that been established? Uh, oh, come on. What? <laughs> it's a good last name. Congratulations is it, what I'm trying to say. I'm excited for you. It is a big upgrade. Uh, you know what else would be an upgrade? Any other coach in America over Mike McCarthy. This is absolutely a 100% fireable offense. I don't care that Zerlin made the kick. I, I hate him. I hate uh, the fact that this happened, and I hate worse, his pathetic excuse to explain this terrible blunder that he made. This, have you guys talked about this quote yet? Because it is no, we were waiting on you. We, we have not touched on the game at all. So can you set the table real hey, quick uh, so we have, so people at home understand exactly what went down? And also, can I remind you that the Cowboys won the football game? Correct. <laughs> you are what your record says you are. So basically, the Cowboys – on second down, uh, I think it was, uh, they ran the football. The clock is running, 33 seconds to go in the game. They have a timeout. Instead of calling a timeout and running another play, uh, they just let the clock run down to three seconds and kicked a 56-yard field goal and won the game. The game was tied was great. at that point, right? Yes, it was a tie game. Uh, are you mad about the run call? No. Because I'm not either. I heard some people critical of that. Um, I think with the, the success you've been having moving out. the ball on the ground, like that's that's a good way to get eight, ten yards. I think they only got three, but you know, I don't hate on it for it. So, Michael, let me give you this. Uh, I guess proposition: you are either a a fan of a team who's somehow now one and one because they played their mirror image twin, a team that got maybe screwed over by some calls, uh, some bad breaks. Even though you've got a hot shot quarterback in his second year, is really finding his way in the league. Uh, but you're coming home for your first home opener, one and one. Or you're a fan of a team that is 0 2, and your head coach is having to put out statements about, uh, <laughs> hey, just hang in there with us. We've only got 15 more games of this to go. Uh, would you prefer to be in situation A or B? I would prefer to be in situation A with a different head coach because this one deserved to be fired. Can I go over his quote here? Because that's yes. really the most infuriating part of the whole situation. Uh, and, and just to recap, Danny is the Chargers 41-yard line with 33 seconds remaining in regulation following a three-yard gain by Pollard. The Cowboys allowed 29 seconds to run off the play clock on third down before finally stopping it with a timeout. So McCarthy said after the game, quote, one of our players came off who shouldn't have come off, just communication there. Then we were just going to run it down, but the clock I was watching went off the board. And then the clock Kellen had, he said he got blocked by a camera guy. I hate when that happens. By the way, I and didn't then, realize we had a graphic. Shout out to Randy for putting together this graphic of, for the Micah line. Uh, and notably, I, I can't wait to see it. Isn't Kellen Moore wait, on the I'm sideline? Not- Yes, but his view was blocked by a camera. 
Are well, you kidding me? This, I mean, is, this uh, is a stadium with with a scoreboard that's twice the size of Jerry's. Yeah, I was like, going to point out. I don't. I don't. Be a place to see the game clock, you bozo. And yeah. then the, my favorite part was it ultimately took the coaches in the booth screaming down on their headsets to the sideline to call timeout. To which McCarthy said, "The communication was great up top." Uh, Love great up top. Communication would have been. It would have been great up top with 33 seconds left instead of with three seconds left. I hate this man. He is trash. He is a liar and he's garbage. Dylan? And he just makes excuses. Counterpoint, Dylan. No. no. Let, I, let's see what I, I Dylan has to I was to interject, and I didn't have a chance to. That uh, it, it's, I don't know exactly where the clocks are placed around SoFi Stadium, but I, I would assume they're in about a thousand different places on the uh, enormous but, Screens hanging As, above the field. You mean in the in the very very modern, brand new <laughs> yeah. NFL stadium? You're saying that maybe they had multiple ones. It like could, this isn't a high school a high school game. Yeah. <laughs> if there is some sort of supporting uh, evidence, like let's let's say McCarthy's telling the truth. I agree with Micah. It's it's a bull. It's a BS. Like you should even give like credence to it. Be like, hey, we were planning to run down the clock. We probably wanted to get one more playoff. We didn't. That's on us and move forward. I think that's a better way to answer it. But let's say this whole clock thing was was actually an issue. If you're the Chargers and or the people running the screens at SoFi Stadium, just like when you're the home team, you don't show replays of Ooh. close plays for the opposite team. Sure. If they did, like, maybe turn all the rings where the clocks are, like, just gray or whatever, and take the clocks off, kudos to them. Some deep state trickery. Like, if so. Uh, again, uh, Dylan and okay. I fanboyed over the stadium last week. I'm now a bigger fan if the if that's by the way. So, so, when, so when, you, when you run the ball, you know that the clock is going to continue to run. So even if you can't see the clock, you know the clock is running. And you knew the last time you there, saw it. And something should tell you. Oh wait, it's probably running down close to zero well, by this thank point you. since it's been a we, while. We need to yeah. see the camera shot of him like. There, there should have been him on the sideline, like looking panicked, like what are we doing, like yelling at somebody. Yelling and I have not left. seen that. That's true. Where's the clock? I don't see the clock. Show us the clock. <laughs> exactly. And he said, and one final quote from McCarthy, I've never had a clock go off the board on me like that. The second down, we were trying to chip away and just get a shorter field goal. Then we were going to attempt the third down play and then kick it on fourth. So if you knew that, the moment the ball carrier gets tackled on second down, you call timeout. It doesn't matter if there's 50 seconds or 10 seconds or whatever. You call timeout. It's a shit excuse. This guy is trash. Well, Micah, let me just tell you this. A wise man once said, the ends justify the means. That man, Machiavelli. <laughs> well, all I'll not. say is uh, I would also like to say happy Victory Monday to everybody. One so and one. A good day. We're one and one. Having still, fun. We still them boys, Micah. Love you, Micah. <laughs> There's no doubt. Uh, are we talking Ryder Cup? I don't know. Probably later. Okay, my time on the dip line is now over. I just want to remind everybody to check out Micah's Read of the Week, the newsletter, available in your inbox every Monday around noon. Today featured Norm McDonald and his untimely passing. I think you'll really enjoy it. It's free. It's in your inbox. Uh, you can find it on, or you can find the link on my Instagram, at Micah Weiner, M-I-C-A-H-W-I-E-N-E-R. Okay. Thank you, and bye-bye. Toodaloo. Yeah, cool. God, this dude's what a guy. Obnoxious, man. I... I love talking to Mike, especially after Cowboys wins. I love watching Dylan try to interject when Mike is talking. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a waste of time. <laughs> I think all all of us were thrown off, and and 
if you're smart enough to both listen to this podcast, you know, uh, wherever you find your podcast, but also watch on YouTube, the good people watching on YouTube will see the graphic we're referring to. So staring at Micah's face on the graphic kind of threw me off to the point where I'm like, oh, wait, I'm talking to Micah. It wasn't like with Brad where we had like this GQ ass photo where I'm like, I don't want to look it in the eye. I'm kind of intimidated. Yeah. With Micah, I'm like, who that was a, the same guy? That was, of course, from his very intimidating photo shoot uh, prior to the uh, Chump to Champ <laughs> fist Who made that graphic? Randy, did you make that one? On so fly. you chose the photo? Yeah. It's a good photo. It, no, it's a high quality photo. It's oh, just yeah. one of the more uncomfortable faces because you can't really tell which direction he's going to go. <laughs> he could be doing a number of things that all of them are negative. Uh, okay. Well, maybe they're positive. End of the game aside, let's go ahead and knock out the Cowboys game. As Cowboys fans, I will yield all of the time here other than to say really quickly, if I knew a Chargers fan or if I were a Chargers fan, you would have very, you'd have a very sound argument to be pissed off about getting screwed over by some calls. Sure. Otherwise, definitely. they also pissed down their leg with their own performance. So. They, they definitely did. Um, maybe you can explain to me whether that would have been grounding. I'm talking, of course, about mm-hmm. the Micah Parsons sack um, where they whistled uh, Herbert down uh, because he was going backward and he Correct. threw it away. Would that have been grounding? Was he outside of the pocket? Definitely didn't get back to the line of scrimmage. Whatever. Yeah. That's the one that really boned him. Uh, then they had, some, they had a, a legal shift that got him. Speaking of Parsons, though, uh, forced to be an edge rusher in the absence of Demarcus Lawrence, played a hell of a football game. Yeah. Dude, he is – He was uh, in the backfield the entire game. My thought was, like, this is awesome that he's on the edge, but, like, this really, like, makes our linebackers vulnerable, like the actual linebackers, but they actually play pretty well. Yeah. Uh, The Cowboys are hashtag blessed when it comes to uh, linebacker depth, and, you know, for no reason other than they brought in – a stud like Micah Parsons to replace one of the two, Van Der Esch or uh, uh, Jalen Smith, and they both played well. They looked like 2019 Jalen Smith yeah. and Van Der Esch. Kidding. Big episode for Micah's. Really is. <laughs> really is. Um, no, dude, I love that guy. Parsons looks like – it looks like a great draft pick now. Yeah. Uh, can I ask you a, a football guy question? Can you explain what the Chargers do on defense that's so, uh, so tricky? Um – the Chargers, unique to the league, I would say, is they keep two safeties quite high, like very high. Uh, it makes somewhat uh, it makes the offense really decide, like, hey, are we going to take any shots downfield? They're basically saying throw everything underneath or everything in the seams and beat us that way. And the Cowboys did a good job at that, but notably compared to the week prior, uh, where Dak lit up for like four to five hundred yards. A, they had a lot of success running the ball, but B, they didn't have the ability to take many shots down down the field. Didn't have Michael Gallup, but still, they just didn't have as many good looks. And when they did try to take shots deeper than 15 yards, credit to the Chargers, their safeties and corners were making were making contact. I think Amari got uh, nicked up, even though that was kind of a red zone play, but they were in their face if you were trying to take any shots deep. Now, it did expose them to making the middle of their defense quite soft. Uh, Kenneth Murray, former OU stud linebacker, got hurt a little bit, but he came back. I would say the Chargers are a, you know, everyone's a Vita Vea away from having a great run defense, but they need just – a big meatball in the middle of their defensive line. Don't we all? You've got Joey Bosa. You've got a decent linebacker. Was um, that an was that an Italian joke? Because I don't like it. It was a Tony Saragusa. Okay. I don't even know if he was ever called that, but they need a heavy set the guy big meatball. That, to, to stuff up the middle of the defense. Other than that, they're they're an okay team. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I thought um, I thought Tony Pollard had a pretty good game. RB one, some are saying. I mean, of the two running backs, one of them jumps off the screen, and mm-hmm. it is uh, it's not Zeke. Uh, that dude is going to get paid, and it's going to be from a team that is not the Cowboys because I don't think it's possible. Cut Zeke. <laughs> well, I don't know if they even if they did, they'd still own. I don't know if they could do that. Zeke's going to be around but, at least for a whole another season. Uh, like you're stuck with until. 2023. Zeke's not bad. Like nobody should be saying Zeke. No, he had a good game. Pollard's utility in this offense with this team is just better. And I think the only reason people are probably sour on Zeke is because of how much money he's getting paid. That's true. I will say he had potentially the game, one of the game winning Mm -hmm. catches on that last drive, uh, third down conversion, which in the past I've seen Zeke drop very catchable balls at big times. Um, a guy we know, I'm not going to name names, once told me that Tony Pollard might be the best pass catcher on the team. I so, know. just saying. The dude out of the backfield's a problem. And if that's going to be their offense, if they're going to be able to – obviously, they couldn't run it on Tampa Bay yeah. um, against that front. But, like, if they can have that element of, like, two – like a two-headed monster, I guess, or maybe a one-and-a-half-headed monster – this that's gonna be tough there were examples and you're playing completely different defenses completely different talents um but there were more examples of what i was upset with for the clemson game and the cowboys and the lack of effort towards the run game quote unquote i don't mean to be the guy that's arguing for 20 carries per game for your star running back even if it's going nowhere but i do think that you have the opportunity to be creative in the run game run some jet sweeps they ran a they had a run play with CD Lamb yesterday. Dude, CD is like, so sick to watch. Just trick it up in some way that, like, by your personnel or packages, that you create opportunities for your running backs to do stuff on other plays or later in other games. And in the first week, you didn't see that with the Cowboys, and that's what bugged me. Again, they hung in there. I know, moral victory, but whatever. Um, that's my critique. It's the same issue I have with my Jaguars. Uh, last year, James Robinson. Thousand yard running back out of nowhere as a rookie with a terrible team that had no passing threat. Jake Luton was starting games. Menchie was starting games. So it was a terrible team. Still was able to scratch out a thousand yard uh, season. Almost made it to the Pro Bowl um, on a really, 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 really bad team. Between two games right now, and I want to include like three preseason games, he might have less than 35 attempts. And that's just unacceptable. I know they lost Travis Etienne, but the run game stinks. For the Jaguars, everything about them right now looks like it sucks, aside from Trevor Lawrence and their wide receivers. But most importantly, their PR department, because we went on the Twitter (laughs) and put this uh, message up on the Twitter from uh, our great coach, Urban Meyer. Dude, they're reading the comments. You can't read the comments. Rule number one of blogging or footballing. says, hang in there with us. We're going to get better. The one thing about Jacksonville and the 904, uh, going to sleep knowing that there's not going to be any group working harder to get this thing flipped. How Tim Tebow-esque does that look? I thought I was going to say the one thing about Jacksonville and the 904 is it's the largest city by land area in the United oh, States. True. A few people know that, but they, they, they <laughs> went a different direction. You know what's funny about this quote? <laughs> this is actually what Dylan posted on TFM Instagram after Jared posted the chest luge video. <laughs> Hang in there with us. We're going to get better. And we were all just <laughs> arms locked, standing in front of the in front of the office. This is so this is so insane. Like the fact that they thought they needed to post this. They are. I, I get that. Like they just can't stand the Urban Meyer rumors and the jokes. It's like, first of all, you knew what you were getting. You know his baggage. Uh, 
you have a rookie quarterback, a rookie head coach, essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, like no one expected you to come out and be two and zero. Now they wanted you were more competitive yesterday than you were in Houston, right? Like the Jags, they looked better yesterday. I didn't watch this game. Speak, no, they didn't. No, they, oh, they, no. they got out to an early oh, lead, no. but they fell apart like quickly in the game. But, uh, but yeah, I guess I don't want to shift gears too soon. But Houston doesn't. I tried to make an excuse last week and say Houston didn't suck, and Houston damn near beat Cleveland. Houston uh, is not packing it in. And Cleveland was a team that a lot of people picked to, you know, compete for the Super Bowl. The hell, they were the AFC Championship last year. Uh, and had Tyrod Taylor not gotten hurt, they might have turned around and won. We almost so. had a, we almost had a little long-term Baker injury, too. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, I'm glad he's okay. I, he Baker's... pulled the, uh, the hard-o QB move of uh, trying to make the big hit after throwing the pick and just I, – I thought he broke his collarbone, but I guess – I don't know what the injury was. He was smart enough to uh... – he led with his left shoulder. Yeah, yeah that's true. And he it looked very limp after when he, that was, when he got up. Yeah. That was me at 3.30 a.m. waking up to pee, and I've been sleeping on my left side. <laughs> little call back there. Limp AF. Okay. Uh, last note on this PR blunder here. Um, maybe don't choose the photo that's, like, from the lift every voice and sing portion of, like, opening day when they're doing, like, the Black National Anthem because I believe that's what's going on here. It has to be this year. Um, it's not the road game at Houston, so it was from this week. I don't think that we're doing lock arms during the national anthem. If so, shout out to our family. But uh, <laughs> there are other photos you could have used. Just stick with the, I don't know, put our mascot like skydiving off the scoreboard. Um, yeah, this is, it's does that happen? The, the tone is very serious here. After yeah. After to start with a team that was, yeah. as you said, very terrible last year. Brand new quarterback, new coach, new everything. Like it's a, it's okay, guys. This looks like a this looks like what they would do on like the the nine nine eleven anniversary. Like this yeah. is something they would post. It might have been from that. Like, like this might have been their memorial thing. I don't know. Hang in there with us. We're going to get better. Or right, thank you. Um, <laughs> other game. Oh, dude, last night. Yes, I was rocked up last that night. That was a football game, man. I was th- I was telling KJ earlier. I don't know what it is about Lamar Jackson. I find myself pulling for him more than like anyone. Not, he, it's not a cowboy. He's just so easy to pull for. He got the monkey off his back that was Kansas City. Love to see that. He, Very happy for him. He gets and got a lot of hate. Like before he came into the league, there were some pretty like major cases of people being like, oh, this guy, you know, put him at wide receiver or whatever they want yeah. to do. He can't be a quarterback. This is a, this is a college quarterback. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and so. From that standpoint, like I do pull for the guy, yeah, because I I like seeing like old football heads yeah. b- get proven wrong. He didn't have the cleanest game last night by any means, but he had a, a few spectacular plays, and he's just a gamer, man. And I'm he very, was very happy for him. He was. Uh, I I haven't watched. I obviously don't watch every Ravens game, but like I've, he was so sick last night, like. It was like that. That might have been his best game on the ground ever, right? Jump past to Marquise Brown was so sick. That was so sick. I think uh, you've got to give a lot of credit to John Harbaugh, his coach in that organization as a whole. The number of injuries that they faced just at running back going into this season, um, and then their ability to just bring in every guy you've ever heard of, Latavius Murray, Le'Veon Bell. Um, they brought another one. There's a third one I'm missing. Who's another name like that? Uh, at running back, but just, hey, anyone, everyone, get on the roster. We'll figure it out. We'll we'll teach you, and we'll make it work. Um, and then retooling their line from week one to week two because they were fun to watch in that Raiders game, too. That was an exciting game. It's back-to-back primetime, like big shows from Lamar. Uh, 
to come up short to the Raiders and then turn around and, you know, you very likely could have, should have, would have went to 0-2 had it not been for a late turnover by the uh, Chiefs. Uh, they've got to be, uh, you know, counting their blessings in Baltimore. I think that the M&T Bank Stadium, what they did for the little tribute before the game for Michael K. Williams, mm. a.k.a. Omar. Omar, doing his, uh, whistle. Whistle tune. Yeah, Saints go marching in, uh, whistle. Was pretty great. Not the Yin Yang Twins song, the whistle song. The farmer in the Dell is what uh, most people would know it as. Yeah, that's cool. That's so. cool. Did he get a? Uh, we don't do Emmys talk here, but did he get a proper tribute on the Emmys? I was watching the football game. Yeah, I was I think too. We were, Will, we we that's a question Will. for Will. Unfortunately, <laughs> sorry, Will, for catching a stray. Uh, only other note from yesterday. It's early, but and it's beaten to death. But Tom Brady and Gronkowski are still Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski. And, yeah. and the Falcons are terrible. Their defense is bad. But to give up two wide-open touchdowns to Rob Gronkowski, like after he had two touchdowns in week one, like, what are you doing? Can't uh, let that happen. How did that uh, – Atlanta came back. They made it a game late. They did start scoring a little bit. Like, Matt Ryan's still decent, and, and Kyle Pitts actually had a little flash of, uh, hey, here's why I'm here. But – their defense is just not built to uh, endure that kind of onslaught. I saw a statistic earlier today, maybe yesterday. I don't know if it's true. I should probably look that up first before. But um, Tom Brady apparently has thrown more touchdowns in his 40s than he did in his 20s. It's ridiculous. As a 44-year-old. Um, I believe it, I guess. Bruce Arians has a lot to do with it, I would guess. And then Damn. he didn't it's really. yesterday. Until what, the Randy Moss year probably didn't have a. 30-35 touchdown year with the Patriots because he didn't have to. I might be wrong. I'm completely pulling that out of thin air, but that's that would be my guess. He, he's a machine. So I'll, I'll, I'll pull it up here in a minute. But He also does Subway commercials. <laughs> yeah. I do like that they go out of their way to be like, Tom, you don't even eat bread. Yeah, that yeah, was that's funny. funny. That's Honestly, that was funny. It's the best thing Subway's done. and um, don't even eat carbs. It's a much-needed move in the advertising direct, uh, the right advertising direction given their uh, missteps. Yeah, it's it's not like the childish marketing they used to do. KJ, what are you doing? What's up? What is this guy doing? They got rid of the $5 foot long. That's all I'm saying. Bring that beat back. It's like it's like six bucks now. It's too much. No one's buying it. It's and not. It's, it's and it's trash. That's the problem. Um, all right, good. We'll cl- close out the NFL. What do we got? Oh, uh, Lions. Lions and uh, Pack. Pack. Aaron Rodgers. Um, I know we're not picking games, but I think the I think Aaron Rodgers comes back hard. I think this is going to be an ass whipping of the highest order. Correct. Agreed. Jeff Akuda or Jeffrey Akuda, former Ohio State cornerback, number three overall draft pick. He's out. 2020, out for the year, I want to say. So uh, being down one of your top corners and then playing Aaron Rodgers, who just looked like complete crap in week one, is not a good recipe. Okay. Good stuff. Derrick Henry, also back. Back, back. That's scary. Nobody cares about my fantasy team, but he definitely uh, impacted. No, no, let's talk about it. Well, he's on mine, and I'm still going to lose. Hey, come on, man. Up until his 50-touchdown season in 2007, he had never thrown more than 28 touchdowns in a year. Very cool. Look at the big brains on KJ. You know, Gosh, KJ. guys, wouldn't it be great if there was like a pocket-sized guy that helped you sleep, focus, act, and be better? I feel like I've used something like that before. You probably have because I know you've been using Headspace ah. for a very long time. If, you've, if you have 10 minutes, head, Headspace can change 
your life. I use, I've been using Headspace for a couple of years before they became a sponsor. I've, I've talked about that before. Very open about it. It's it's a great beginner's guide to meditation. Shut the brain off. Get your mind right. It's fantastic. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy-to-use app. It's one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. So... Whatever the situation, Headspace can really help you feel better. If you're overwhelmed, they have a three-minute SOS meditation for you. Or if you're like me and you need some help falling asleep, Headspace has wind-down sessions their members swear by. I am one of those members. And for parents, Headspace even has morning meditations you can do with your kids. KJ, I need you to try that one out and report back. Kai is a pretty chill kid, unless he sees someone with food. But I'll, I'll, you know, we'll do a little family zen session. I'm down with that. Their Headspace's approach to mindfulness can reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. We're all users. We're all fans. They're backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews, and over 60 million downloads. Headspace makes it easy for you to build a life-changing meditation practice with mindfulness that works for you on your schedule anytime, anywhere. You deserve to feel happier, and Headspace is meditation made simple. Go to headspace.com slash bang. That's headspace.com slash bang for a free one-month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. This is the best deal offered right now, so go to headspace.com slash bang. Woo! Talk a little college football. Nothing gets me in the right Headspace for podcasts than college football. Wow. I love podcast. Yeah, let's talk about it, Dylan. Did you go to the game? You did not go to the game. I Will went to the game. game. Yeah, Will went to the game. We don't um, have to start wait, there. Which I, game? Texas oh. Rice won here. I actually no, 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 even, we can't. I, I shouldn't have brought up. People are going to get mad that we talked Texas Rice. Guess what? Since it was on Longhorn <laughs> Network, I didn't even watch the game. Was it really? Yeah. Texas put it in Rice, though. What, one of the, the best things about Texas moving to the SEC did, is the uh, is dissolving the freaking Longhorn, Longhorn Network, Network, which is Is that going to happen? I think yeah, they've uh, confirmed. The Can we buy that now? Can we buy it? Um, I, don't, I don't think. What are they going to do with it? It's not like Hopefully a just, I feel like the, the six people who watch it will just is, stop watching it. Does that mean Vince Young isn't going to have a show anymore or whatever? I don't know. Uh, they have just a steakhouse. 05 to like being able to watch it on the fly. Um, okay. So that you don't get well actually. I think Tom Brady is very close. But not quite there. But he will this year for sure. Okay. Let me in. Thank um, you, KJ. If we're doing well, actually, is I referenced the whistle song, and that's actually a two short song and not a yin yang twin song earlier. So I apologize for that. Nobody I regret cares, the air. but we all know that's the one thing you get added it for. And I didn't want to see that happen. Two short's got some bobs, man. <laughs> that he does. <laughs> KJ, I notice uh, you have a segment on here called Happy Endings. Yes. Are you rocked up? Uh, you're wearing a game day. Oh shit! You know what? That's a great looking game day. That color scheme is fantastic. I forgot SMU played this weekend too. Uh, there were a couple listeners who are Louisiana Tech alums or live in Ruston, and I mentioned like, "Hey, we're playing." I was like, "You know what? I guess I, I should watch this game." And for the most part, the game was uh pretty rough to watch because our defense is trash. But who gives a shit? Because it's a dub, dub city. Hell, Mary. Were you watching live? Absolutely. Where are you? 1,000%. Okay, all right, all right. 1,000%. I, I was uh, locked in. Kid and dog were, I think, in the next room over and scared both of them. Barking, crying ensued after me yelling and cheering. Because uh, essentially time off the clock, last play from about the 40, Tanner Mordecai, the SME quarterback, throws up a Hail Mary. Uh, and they intentionally you know, uh, called plays called Big Ben. It was actually a thing I think – Texas Tech did when Sonny Dykes was there too. 
essentially uh, you throw it into the bunch and your players bat it to the other players. I think Chicago actually had a play similar. Maybe Pittsburgh. I don't know in the NFL. Hard to say. But uh, Reggie Roberson was off to the side of the, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, bunch. The scrum. Receiver, the scrum. Perfect. Caught the touchdown. Thank you. SMU wins by three or four, whatever, and we get out of Ruston 3-0 and heading into Skillet Week where we play uh, TCU. Oh, do you think uh, – so speaking of TCU, do you think Gary will record a song for the game? Uh, I will let everyone know, if you're not aware, that the head coach of TCU, Gary Patterson, is A, a piece of crap, but B. Oh, whoa. Singer-songwriter. Singer-songwriter. We'll play some of his uh, work on Thursday night. How about that? Hey, do you guys find yourselves – Dylan, I'm sure you do because Parks is older. But, like, so I'm at the point now with my son to where – I'm being reminded by my wife to watch my language, even though he's not completely speaking yet. It's like, we still don't want to set that precedent and get him. So I was watching with my son, watching the Cowboys as they kicked that field goal. And I'm like, I'm, you know, aware of it. And I get up and I'm like, I'm yelling like freak. Yeah. And stuff. And I actually did it. Like, I, you, do you, you find yourself. I've got to be careful for sure. Because okay. Kai, if, even if he doesn't say the words, he will mimic your cadence and or tone. He's 14 months now, and he can say some words. Um, but he will completely copy uh, your actions, too. Like, I, I made a big, like, you know, clapping gesture in which my arms flailed a little bit. So, like, if he's sitting there just out of nowhere, he'll just grab two toys and make a loud noise, bang them, and his arms will flail That's the dope. exact same way. And yeah, my, since my son is six and speaks English quite well, um, I really, <laughs> Flex have, to, on us, I really <laughs> have to be careful. Because, yeah, he, he, not only does he uh, repeat after me, but he, he knows all the bad words. He's, he's been around long enough to know which words are, are naughty ones. And if I say something or if he hears someone say something, he will call it out. So, well, yeah. Well, is don't that why uh, he dabs so frequently? That is why he's he's a he's a dad. Man, that dude cannot. He will not stop dabbing. <laughs> Highlight of the feed every time I see. Just oh, it out. always plays. Um, yeah, I, I just I wondered that because I, I that was the first time I've watched a, a complete game with with my son like right there, and uh, yeah, it was it was really uh, really an experience. Um, yeah, other uh, happy endings from this weekend Thursday night. Uh, shout out to family of Dylan Gabriel. Quarterback of UCF had a great game. Looked to be upsetting Louisville. Uh, Louisville brought the game back into range, and inexplicably, the backup quarterback for UCF threw a terrible. Uh, that was bad. Pick six, which basically, well, it did cost them the game. Louisville this is after the they just turned the ball over, right? It Correct. was you had back-to-back interceptions, basically. Yes. Yeah, all you had to do is ice, and I think it was going to go to overtime, right? I, I I don't know what the score was. Either way, Louisville pick six to win the game. Cool, whatever. Other AAC-involved ending that was ridiculous because now we've got UCF involved, SMU involved, third one because everybody cares to start their weekend off with AAC talk, Memphis and Mississippi State. I had made the comment on Thursday night, Mississippi State 2-0, keep an eye out. Should have been 3-0. Late in the game against Memphis, Mississippi State punts the ball to about the 17. The punt returner lined up on the 20 or thereabouts, maybe my yard is slightly off. He didn't wave it off. I think he waves it off, but he walks up to essentially let the ball go over his head and, you know, essentially die wherever they down the ball. Um, Mississippi State makes the mistake of grabbing the ball and dropping it. However, the player, when he did grab the ball, his knee was down. Play is dead. 
But one of the rules are if you're the punt team and you have a player who picks up the ball and drops it, like and doesn't secure it, the offense can try to pick that ball up even if they were to fumble. Uh, the return team keeps possession of the ball. So Miss Memphis runs up, slides in basically, grabs the ball on the on the go, like scoop and score, runs it back for a 96-yard punt return for a touchdown. To know that obscure rule and to have the presence of mind to actually capitalize on it and then return it all the way, wild. The dude had freaking wheels too. Like at any point in time, this is like, you might as well have had like a lineman coming on for the change of possession that he should have run into because nobody on Mississippi State – was really running because you even see the ref blowing the play dead or at least waving his arms. I don't know if he blew the whistle. Did he wave his arms? He waved that, his arms That's a little sure. sus. And that's all the punt team sees. Okay. So they all see this happening. You see a guy grabbing the ball and running down the field. It costs Memphis or Mississippi State the game. Memphis wins Yeesh. off of that. And immediately after, and it was SEC refs too, immediately after the refs put out a statement, they botched three calls like in one play. Uh and if I'm Mike Leach, I'm livid, but it doesn't matter because you can't take a win back. So, damn, damn happy damn. ending for them. Florida, Alabama. Did you see any of that? Oh yeah. yeah, was watching that. Was watching that with the lads. Mm-hmm. Was uh, there a moment in the game where you were just rooting for Florida because we had all picked Florida? Because <laughs> at first it looked like Bama was going to beat Bama. Yeah, and then yeah, Florida did not go away. They played tough and uh, had a chance at the end to actually. Win the game, and then uh, Alabama just killed the clock and, and got mm-hmm. out of there with it the, with the dub. I did but, the uh, shots to Gab. Yeah, yeah. We, we we were riding with Gab, and uh, yeah, Florida's a good football team. I did the cool thing where I watched the game, and it was like I when I stopped watching, it was like seventeen three or twenty one three. It was mm-hmm. it was it seemed I was like okay, well this is this is not good. Packed my car up, got the kid in the car, then went over to a birthday party. Got over there, said hi, and I was like, hey, "What's what's score that game?" And I was like, "Oh, it's like a it's a one score game." I was like, "What the fuck?" Happened? So I missed <laughs> yeah. I missed all of Florida's like comeback, and then I watched the rest of it from there. But I watched the highlights, the whatever the hell happened at the goal line or the extra point play where the quarterbacks were running, you know, the rub zone play basically, like a read option essentially. And they could not decide on who was taping the ball. And I think the quarterback was trying to pull it as late as he could. And the running back had already clamped onto the ball. And that cost them the – I think it was two-point conversion, I guess. And that was the difference in the game, late in the game. Like, that's a heartbreaker to go out that way. Obviously, you put yourself in a hole, and it was more than just that one play. Um, for the sake of my SEC love, I hope that Florida continues on to be strong. Um because Alabama's toughest games remaining are at A&M, and if A&M has their backup quarterback in, like, you know, that's not going to be anything except for they are on the road. And then at Auburn, which is going to be, you know, that's not an easy task, especially regardless of what Auburn's running out there. Um, Penn State-Auburn? Penn State-Auburn, whiteout. Not many cooler-looking scenes, I would say, in college football than that full-blown 107,000 person wide out yeah totally agree agree um i'm glad we just skipped right over t-state yeah, i was gonna go back word. to it i was just because <laughs> i mentioned auburn penn state we can, we can go back no 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 I, that, that's all that needs to be said texas state loses to incarnate word very cool i'm sorry to who uh, incarnate word who was who was who was that you, they, stop i think so you are aware of who they are you've at least so heard rude. of them i mean i can spend uh eight seconds on the texas rice game if you want <laughs> 
Rice is the worst defense I think I've ever seen. There were guys from Texas that I never heard of that were scoring like seventy yard touchdowns. Like they were just picking their running lanes on the way to the end zone. It was. Were we warned of shocking. this? Did, did did a friend of the show warn us that Klein or excuse me <laughs> that uh, that Rice's defense is is not great? Uh, I don't I don't recall. I think he did in Verdance one night. I recall him saying that, but um, my goodness, it was or was it the opposite? It was a track meet. I. All I know is that when I tuned in, finally, you guys had gotten to the point where there were quarterbacks, or not even quarterbacks, you just were running like two running backs in the backfield. Almost 500 yards rushing. <laughs> so confirmed, Texas back now. Oh, yeah, I think Who's so. Who's Texas's next big game? You have, what, TCU in a couple weeks, they right? Tech, I'm not saying that's a big game, but they have Tech this, this week. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Tech's in getting... In Austin. Austin. That's yeah, a big game. A fun game. Tech's undefeated. Yeah. No. Yes. Um, they've played some close games against some bad teams. I don't think they've played. I don't think they've beat, played anybody that matters. No, they haven't. So even if they are, you know, who cares? The Tech contingency tech was 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 touting that they got some some top twenty some top twenty five. This votes. will be a close game, I'm sure. I don't know. I don't um, know enough about Texas. Tech, hey, to be honest. Uh, Texas has a quarterback now. I mean, again, they played Rice, which is the worst events I've ever seen. But KCT, Casey Thompson appears to be solidifying that role. Okay. We'll see how it goes. We'll see. Uh, don't I don't rule out a change. Uh, halftime of uh, big of uh, OU Texas Texas OU. Man, I'm, it I'm happens. Just glancing at the schedule for this weekend, it's, it's so frustrating. So you've got an eleven o'clock game, and we'll talk more Thursday. Whatever. Notre Dame Wisconsin eleven a.m. Hate Texas it. Tech Texas eleven a.m. That's SMU, disgusting. TCU, eleven a.m. Like that's upsetting. Anyways, you should never have to play Texas Tech before noon in any situation. Um, Clemson damn near got beat by Georgia Tech. I'm not going to lie and say I watched a ton of this game, but I went back and watched a recap. I, uh, it's hard for me to say whether Clemson's just not that great or the fact that they lost 10 to three to Georgia, um, makes me wonder about Georgia. I don't know what this means because I know that Alabama doesn't look as good as, uh, they were because Miami's garbage. So I don't know what this says about Clemson. They're just not that great, buddy. But Oklahoma struggled against Tulane and coulda, shoulda, woulda, maybe mighta lost to Nebraska. You know, Nebraska looked like a normal team, and they usually don't. This was my big boy stat because I, I don't know how, how but or why, but I watched Nebraska play earlier. Mm-hmm. They were absolutely atrocious. I thought this was going to be a rout, and they hung tight. But you, well, maybe not great. Well, you know when these two teams get together, Dylan. Yeah. You can pretty much toss the records out. Former Big Eight foes. <laughs> Correct. The Big Eight Conference. Big Eight. It's what they called you in, back in the day. Because you were always eating food. <laughs> you like to eat. I, I thought this was a hat joke at first, but, you know, it's a food joke, right? Um, yeah, that was, dude. Uh, Nebraska <laughs> appears to have a good defensive line, but OU kind of ran it pretty well. I don't, it wasn't – it was – it was a weird game. I kind of, I find myself actually kind of pulling for Scott Frost because I feel bad for him. It's I know. Weird. It's he doesn't seem like a bad guy, and he's at like his alma mater. I want him to do. I want him to do well. I have no connection to Nebraska. The Illinois game was bad. Yes. I don't think Nebraska is that bad of a team. I, and I'm, I'm assuming they're. I don't know. We'll see what they do the rest of the year. But I'm assuming this this isn't it for him. Teams like Illinois being as bad as they are, or as bad as they look. I think though that's a byproduct of some of the lack of parity in college football we have right now, more so than like SMU just never being able to get over the hump. Like I don't care, nobody cares on a national level about SMU, but I think teams like Michigan, Nebraska, that are 
not where they once were, but can't even get back to being competitive. I think that's what we lose out on. Um, did either of you see the interception by Oklahoma? Oh, yes, I, did. I did. Okay, good. I, I don't want to, you know, sit here and show you guys live, but I, that was another, um, holy shit, lost yeah, my, my the, uh, shit when it happened. Moment. It was a fourth down play, so the, they should have knocked it down, crew. Oh, yeah. uh, you stop, because if you have a chance to do what, what this guy did, you have to do it. Well, and you never know if you tip it. Like, you go, you know, you don't catch it, you don't bring it in, and you bat it and down. You don't know who's going to end up with it. You just, if you have a chance to bring it in, you one do the, it. One of the most impressive interceptions I think I've ever seen. They were up 14 with eight minutes left at this point when they make this interception, lands on the two or three yard line. Like, if you're that player, you're like, great, game over. Ball game, putting the ball back in our our team's hands. We're up 14. We're now going to kill some clock. Like, they're not coming back at this point. Granted, the game got a lot closer within eight minutes. But still, like, even if you do knock it down, you're not thinking the outcome is changing. Like, it's a, you don't yeah. need the yardage. Yeah. Charles Woodson-esque. I was unbelievable. Uh, I don't. I I can't even blame the gloves. Like, what's the dude's name? Uh, you know the guy with the name. He's I know he's from uh, Keller Legacy High School. Um, it might pop up here on my screen here. Shout in a out to his family, Graham mm. Junior. Whatever it is, DJ Graham. There we go. Um, yeah, stuff like that makes random college football game watching so much fun. I don't care who wins between Nebraska and Oklahoma. It didn't matter to me. Spencer Rattler doesn't look that great. He can spin it. He looked a little. He can throw, but he ain't number one overall. Rattled. Oh, he did it to him. That's all I have to say about that. Game. <laughs> hey, we touched on this for a sec. How is Penn State? Penn State's good. Good. Their defense is really good, and they've got a couple playmakers. And I think James Franklin is a really good coach. Okay. Wins over Auburn. Wins over Wisconsin. Yeah. Okay. They still have to play Ohio State and have to play Michigan and Michigan State. Uh, they got big boy stack over there. They got Iowa uh, in two weeks. Oh, and they get Iowa this year. So that's a that's a Wisconsin fun and Iowa. In that's the same a big year. game. That's a yeah, yeah. Big boy stack hit and, and Michigan State. Who's you know Michigan State? They're fine, but Miami's just. Can I say this for my SEC soapbox? If Penn Please. State were to go undefeated, there's no reason they shouldn't be number one uh, overall. Ooh. Unless Georgia's also flat out undefeated, but okay. Again, this is this means that Penn State would have beaten Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State, Iowa, Wisconsin, and Auburn. I will take that over Georgia, Clemson. I, again, I don't care. It, one, two over they, an undefeated Alabama team. Over an undefeated Alabama team. Wow, dude, they're not gonna like that. Well, I guess I'm saying Georgia, and in that case, Georgia would have beaten Alabama. So whoever wins an undefeated SEC team, Penn State needs to be right there. Okay. So. Okay. Again, in Texas State, did lose to Incarnate Word. At home, I Where believe. Where's Incarnate Word? Do we know? Is, uh, San Antonio? Oh, it's in Texas? I genuinely, I genuinely don't I'm know. Guessing it's not an FBS team. University Incarnate Word. Oh, it's in San Antonio. Oh, my God. It is in San Antonio. Man, come on. That's bad. Come on. That's bad. I, that's like a te- That's the team that pops up in like the tournament like in March. Like every every like ten years, like oh, Carnal Ward made like, the tournament. Like no no high school football player has ever been excited when that letter <laughs> is in the, is in the mailbox. Hey, oh. it's handwritten though. Oh, wait, where's this place? Oh man, I I, I am curious to know what we'll worry about that in off season. But I, I'm I'm very curious to know what the random uh, high school recruitment mail situation looks like these days. Anyways, uh, uh, Baylor put it to Kansas. Baylor three and zero got Iowa State this weekend in Waco. That's a 
Potentially, this will, we'll find out what Baylor is. Real games are happening. Check yes. us out Thursday night, live stream, Too Much Dip, 6.30, guest pickers, and we'll dig into next week's games, which pretty good slate coming up. You know, I'm glad you mentioned that, KJ, because our friends at DraftKings, they want to remind us that week two football is in the books, and now it's time to review the tape and get ready for week three with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, to kick off another action-packed week, DraftKings is giving new customers $150 instantly when they bet $1 on any football game. Listen up, Dylan, because you don't want to miss this. Head, head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and place a bet of $1 on any, on any game to receive $150 in free bets instantly. If Sportsbook is not yet available in your state, DraftKings still has a huge cash prize uh, up for grabs all season long with their daily fantasy contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code WASHED. That's promo code WASHED to receive $150 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code WASHED this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only, minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Look, if you're trying to get some action on the game, uh, might as well get $150 of free betting and use a platform with a good reputation. Absolutely. And one quick note on fine print. I know we all want, all want more fine print. You only have to be 21 and up in those three states that David mentioned. Correct. Sports betting via DraftKings draft Sportsbook is legal in a lot more than those three states, and that was something I was unclear of personally uh, until recently. Colorado, you got it. Arizona, you got it. Illinois, Iowa, Tennessee, Kentucky, Pennsylvania, New Jersey. All of you can be in there. Uh, and then, as you know, your local state's a rule supply. Glaring, glaring uh, lack of Texas in there. Glaring lack of Texas for now. Maybe when Beto's but, governor. Let's say you're in one of those other states. Gosh, damn it. Let's say you're in one of those other states. (laughs) Uh, You can join us in the Too Much Dip League, as we talked about earlier. Who won yesterday? Play us in the DraftKings League. I had not checked it. Who actually won that game? Full-blown live shout-out will be presented to you in no less than 12 seconds. What are we getting into next? Uh, I'm pretty rocked up for the Ryder Cup. It Ryder Cup week. It time, finally. Um, what's your temperature? How you feeling? How do you like our chances? And I'm going to assume we're all riding with Team USA here, despite my my allegiance to Slovenia. Yeah, I was going to say, not I'm riding. not so sure about you, David. No, 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 no. There, unless Luca somehow turns up in, in one of the four-ball uh, pairings for the uh, European team, I will I not be pulling for that. I see what you're doing here. Although I, 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 I typically root against some of the individuals on Team USA, I will be rooting for Team USA to win the Ryder Cup. I put country ahead of... Um, Personal differences, personally. Well, I believe I just said the same thing. Correct. I, I said it more elegantly. What's up, KJ? You had something? Yeah, yeah, a little breaking news. Uh, shout out to the winners of our recent Too Much Dip contest. Oh, okay. Again, there will be cash contests this week. My bad. But of our first two non-cash contests, uh, shout out to Dan Rainier. Rainier. I don't want to dox him online, but whatever. He won our Thursday night contest. What's his address? Uh, you know, uh, of course I can't find that. <laughs> oh, damn. 
maybe mm-hmm. I could. There it is. Different I was Dan. in sixth place. Somebody else in my household looks like they were in fifth place, so I lost my own Sig Uth. How about that? Oh, I'm glad she's participating. Shout out to uh, shout out to your family. Yeah. Shout, out to- <laughs> shout out to Mike, uh, good listener, Mike uh, Hernandez. Used to drive me to school into seven on seven in high school. He also uh, was a big listener. Shout out to Zach from the Sizzle Squad. Anybody Third else? Place. And shout out to Ryan Woodard for uh, second place. Cool. First place, can't even pronounce it. There's no way to tell. Uh, you know how to pronounce that? No. Yeah, me neither. Some chotch. Really? Chotch? Yeah, some super chotch. <laughs> oh, it was man. Dave. It was Dave. David won week one. It was that boy. <laughs> way, to, way to go, man. Did you cheat? Did you cheat? How would one even Look do at that? Me. Did you cheat? Yeah, yeah, I did. I, <laughs> I hit up Klein. I was like, "Dude, make my lineup." <laughs> no. I didn't even give my lineup to I, the woman who plays in my house. Like, she watched ESPN or whatever before the contest started and just followed hey, their guy. You know what's it's funny? Just, it just goes to show you anyone can win. Anybody? Can oh win. man, you know I, mean? I I felt so good about my lineup before the day. I, I almost like hopped in the Discord and started talking shit. Um, unfortunately, I didn't, and that's okay. I, you know, it was fun. I Discord's had fun. a good place to be uh, if you're interested in some wagers because uh, two weeks in a row, some people in Discord have given out some uh, locks of the week, as you did on Thursday. Look, oh, guys, paid off. our picks are free. My picks are free. Free game. A little bit of your time. That's all we're asking. All right. Back Ryder, to the Cup. Ryder Cup. KJ, I know you're super H for Ryder Cup. 24 of the world's best golfers in one place and no place more beautiful than the coasts of Lake Michigan, Sheboygan, Wisconsin, Whistling mm-hmm. Straits. Mm-hmm. What more could you want than some morning golf? Damn, KJ. Do you think they'll start it off with the uh, Omar whistle? <laughs> it's a little different vibe, I think, they're going for there. They're more likely to start off with a theme song from Shit's Creek than they are from the Omar whistle of the wire. When you walk through the garden. Sorry. <laughs> so if that's Damn. what the shit's great theme is, sounds very familiar. Um, I'm very, 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 very happy that this is a domestic Ryder Cup. Not only because I love my country. You do. But because I get to dodge, once again, 3 a.m., extra H on the TL for morning yeah. night golf guy. Coffee, coffee and golf guy. 7 a.m. tee offs Friday morning. Be ready. Check out some bets on DraftKings Sportsbook. They're what's out the, there. What's the Friday format, Dave? Um, it's hard to say. Four ball and foursome. Can somebody explain the difference to me? Hold on, I'm trying to figure out when we're gonna find out. Oh, pairings. Yeah, I, I mean, I know it's it's we're not gonna get pairings right now, but I'm, I'm I've been looking through. Obviously, the only ones we know for sure: Spieth and Thomas, right? JT and, and Spieth. That's a team they're not gonna break up. Serious question. Go ahead. Uh, Friday is alternate shot. Okay. Foursome alternate shot. Okay. So four ball is best ball. Four ball is best and ball. And four ball is Saturday. Yeah. Okay. Four balls played during the morning sessions while foursomes are played in the afternoon. Both players on each team play their own ball, so four balls are in play every hole, so hence the four ball. Correct. Each team takes the lowest of its two scores on each hole, I believe, and the team with the <laughs> lowest score per hole wins that hole, if I'm not mistaken. If you recall correctly. Correct. Um, genuine question, and, and I don't even mean from like a kitschy, like getting to golf way, but like would it make sense to put Brooks and Bryson together? No. Personality-wise. Butch Harmon says yes. I say don't. Now, like, I'm saying attitudes and personality side. Let's assume they never hate each other. Would their game Just be like their games? Correct. Uh, man, I don't know. I Bryson's, uh, Bryson's obviously 
training for the world, the long drive. He was already long. He was already doing all the speed training and whatnot, bulking. And Brooks isn't short, but he's not as long as Bryson. Um, no, I don't think so. I, I really don't. And especially, like, if you get into the alternate shot and you have to play the other person's ball, that brings stuff into it because, like, if you're if it's a ball you're not used to playing, that that's a whole different thing. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. So f- so you may have guys who Dumb play, question, like, a like guy who's, yeah. literally the actual physical ball you have to – you're yeah. not able to say, okay, here's no, no, no. getting my ball. You're playing that – you're yeah. playing – yeah, you choose Ew. whose ball you want to play. And, like, so if you're a Chrome Soft guy right. and you're then you have to go hit, like, uh, Pro V1, it's – these guys put a lot of spin on the ball, and it affects them. Like to to us, it probably wouldn't matter to to amateurs, but no, I'll play a I'll play a Max Fly Noodle. I find in the woods, like it doesn't matter to me. You're a Strixon guy, aren't you? Big Strixon guy. You know, just give me a bag of range balls. I'll go out there and do my work. Dude, you're just a, you're me. just a working Dave class fella. Mikey Mojos a lot. <laughs> those are such trash. <laughs> are they? That's one of the the Mojo They're balls. Kind of swag, when you I find one of those, you just like laugh. Uh, I was about to say something really bad. I'm glad I didn't. Anyhow, okay. Um, USA's younger. We're hungrier. That doesn't mean anything. We don't. We're not good at this. We're not as good at this. Um, Bryson's comments last week. Not Bryson. I'm sorry. Brooks's comments as far as the team atmosphere. Is that any cause for concern? No, I thought nah, he'll he'll turn it on. No, it's he's just stating facts. Like he's he's doing the facts machine segment. Kind of stole it from us, um, but. Every Ryder no. Cup, I'm reminded how much I hate Ian Poulter because he's a gamer during these, and he just he's like their Patrick Reed basically. He just he's just really in your face, very celebratory, and just plays his, his little dick off during this thing. His little English dick off. <laughs> I, I it comes right off. I checked the weather. We're getting fantastic weather for this weekend in Fuck yeah. Eastern Wisconsin. Uh, you will have some winds, you know, below 50 mile an hour wind off the coast so who knows but uh you're looking 69 degrees or 65 nice. to 75 degrees Man. All it'll be nice there's just a lot of players on this european team that i love vic vic hove obviously is like my favorite player in the world tommy fleetwood tommy lad tommy tommy tommy, tommy. tommy. it's been rom's year can't lays obviously i don't like rom you don't like rom in Not general a fan. Or for this i don't time? like i don't i don't Something about him. He's a short backswing guy. He does. Like, I know, man. We usually ride together, wow. but he does not bring me joy. Wow. Watching him, I'm just uh, something about it. I don't. He doesn't don't, seem like he's having a good time out there. As Paul Casey, as I love Paul Casey. Wow. Big forearms. As much as I'm just talking golf with the lads on the reg, like you're the first guy I've ever heard just like be like not a rom guy. Yeah, not I know. Likeable. It's um, weird. I'm excited to see Xander in a in a. Uh, I don't know. He did the Olympics. Is this his first Ryder Cup? Uh, ooh, good question. I think so. If it's if it's not, it's his second. But somebody like Xander, who I think is right on the cusp of just being forefront megastar, all of that, you know, week in, week out for every tournament. Like I think he'll be next year. I'm excited to see if he can make a dent in some of the headlines amongst all these other big names and uh, personalities because he's not that guy in terms of like needing to just talk shit all week to get attention. Um. Lastly, regarding Brooks and Bryson, my one question, if they were, if somebody was to be playing alternate shot, like, do you have the option of just not putting certain players in that format? Because I feel like if you're yeah. playing with Bryson, like you don't want to have him in an alternate shot. That Definitely. sounds terrible. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, you can, you can mix it up. So some guys will play five rounds or whatever, and some will play two okay. or three. Because he, you know, not like I know shit about shit on golf, but 
I don't need somebody like hitting over to the next course and you've got to have like can't like going and cleaning it up and like hitting back to the next fairway. Like that's not gonna work. Yeah, he wouldn't I, be he wouldn't be the best for that one. They can both putt though. Which, you know, that'll be interesting. You saw the Patrick Reed stuff, right? Where he was left off the team. Correct. Um, and he's just been out there liking tweets. He's been out there liking tweets. Um, you've got, you know, he had, I don't know if he, if it's, they haven't said if he had COVID, but either way, he had like double pneumonia. It was in the hospital. It was apparently very, yeah. very bad situation. And, you know, this was like a month and a half ago, maybe less. Um, so I get why he's not on the team. Also that, and he's a complete dickhead. Um the lot, dude. The, when they were in Paris, when the Ryder Cup in Paris, he completely just trashed everybody for the pairings uh, after afterward. And it's like, dude, the guy's a bad dude. He's not a good play. Well, but he yeah. he bitched. Well, he played terrible when he's paired with Tiger. He shot like in the eighties, oh, yeah. and he he bitched because he wasn't paired with Spieth. And Spieth, it's just a whole thing. He's a big baby, man. Was he on the other side of uh, what I learned earlier? It was called the uh, Montwood. I don't know. Tommy Fleetwood like crushed him and, and Tiger maybe I think it was. Right? Molinari and Fleetwood there were an absolute terror in Paris. Yes, which Mol- that's a that's Hollywood a- Carnage or some. There was some nickname Golf Digest gave him because I'm Golf Digest guy. You do uh, read Golf Digest. I know great. that about you. <laughs> Whatever it was, I'd never seen it, and it was between Molinari and Fleetwood's last name mixed together. That makes sense. Um, Spooky season just started a little early as a spider has made its way onto the, the board. Uh-oh. Okay. It's right. okay. That's okay. Not freaking out or anything. I don't know. It's gonna be fun. Uh, I'm I'm glad we're gonna have good weather. I tried to go to this event. Um, we'll pick this during Thursday night live stream. Are we? This will be on good. Ooh. Good. Just straight up team overall. You know, we'll keep it simple because I think it's like U.S. minus 100. Uh, I'm just looking forward to like Bryson doing something really good and and having and Brooks having to like show some emotion. Uh, which he said he would. He said, you know, they're putting the beef aside uh, for Stricker, for the team. But it's I, I want it to be awkward. I want to see some awkward moments like that. Would either of you be disappointed or upset if, like, I think a lot about, like, NBA, and I hate how much, like, old head NBA analysts and people on TV or whatever will get upset with, like, Kevin Durant for not being, like, not hating his opponents or whatever. Yeah. Like, he'll be chill with them off the court or whatever, but then – He'll go hang 40 on him. Like, will either of you be upset if we get some talk that, like, Brooks and Bryson were actually, like, chill all weekend and everybody buddied all weekend? Like, this was just – this has just been a long show? Um, It would surprise me. Oh, I'm I'm, con- I'm convinced that it, it is a long show. Yeah. I mean, con- I mean, I don't think the guys are, like, boys, but I think they, they, they put on a lot for the – I think for, that's for – me- yeah. For media, for the public. I think it's more – I think Brooks just genuinely – Brooks probably hates a lot of – People on tour, and I think he genuinely doesn't like Bryson, and the fact that Bryson's a tool, like it makes it that much worse. Yeah, I think he, I think like the sight of him is like disgusting to to Brooks in a non-offensive way. <laughs> like just like it's one of those dudes you see and you're just like, oh my god, and he did that when, when exactly what he did. It's what he yeah. did when he walked behind him in that interview. Oh my god, that that this was the moment when I stopped being like, okay, Brooks has a point here. This is going to sound bad, but allow me a second. Brooks's approach. Or Brooks is not approach, but personality in this sometimes reminds me like of a Dylan, and the and the fact that like he strikes me as somebody who probably has like a very tight knit group of like older friends like from prior to golf, and he doesn't need uh-huh. validation from like anybody else, rightfully so. Whereas like Bryson, I think is just kind of immature, so it's very easy for Brooks to like see somebody who's not like his inner circle, be like f that guy, and never need to feel like he has to make up to him. 
I don't know how to take that. I I think it's notable. Both you, a lot of people, Will, David as well, have like awesome long-term friends. I think that's a positive trait. I'm just saying. Yeah, but, but Brooks is such a chotch. I like, know. I freaking, like, I hate the guy. <laughs> he, he takes himself way too seriously at times. He tries to pretend like he doesn't other times. He's just a chotch, man. Did y'all talk about the one major a year conversation? I know this yeah. is way more golf than we, we talked about. Okay, We did, which is a very cocky thing to say. My only note on that is his whole concept of, like, oh, I'm not going out there to lose. Like, I'm not going to sit here and, like, concede. Like, why am I playing if I'm not saying I'm going to lose? Help me understand the logic of you saying I'm only going to win one a year because I'm pretty sure there's four masters, four majors a year. So mm-hmm. you're conceding you're not going to win all four. So you're saying I'm okay with not winning three out of these four. So I know I'm not going to get first. Have you all problem? Four. Problem have, is, have you heard his explanation on why he's he like so good in majors? Someone asked him like he's why, just built why different. He's so good. Well, he talked about like the field. He goes, okay, you have like 100 whatever players. He goes. You know, right off the bat, that like eighty of them are just not going to be there on Sunday. Like you, they're just they won't, aren't going to have a chance. And of the guys left, he, and he just breaks it all down. Like in his mind, the math behind why he should be like the favorite pretty much all the time. He's like, and if it, I I know if it's like if this if it's this group of guys at the end have like a mental edge over them, I know they're not going to beat me on Sunday. It's just stuff like that. It's like, dude, which which I I respect a cocky athlete. But a lot of the shit that he says, you just shouldn't say out loud. Yeah, I, I I think that that mentality would work if you were playing at the same courses for every major, which is only the case for one of them. Like, am I wrong in assuming that certain players are probably built better for certain courses? I know he's pretty well-rounded, yeah. as I understand, but there are some players in some courses who just don't match up well, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, so, like, but, if I'm like, hey, this guy's here, I'm like, wouldn't it be more logical to be like, if I'm on this course or we're yeah. playing in this place, like, whatever. Yeah. I think the last thing he said when he was explaining it, he was like, so really I just got to beat, like, these four guys. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm glad. <laughs> see, look, in, in golf, there's I'm glad these people ex- are in golf. Like, yeah. I'm glad there's Bryce. I'm glad there's Brooks. I'm even glad there's Patrick Reed. But uh, there's a – that is just – I'm glad he said it. It's just it's a great glimpse into his mind and how he actually thinks. But, God, that's so douchey. If we no. don't get enough of like exposure to them for whatever F one esque show they're putting together, yeah, like, it's going to be a complete waste. And I don't need the drama between their infighting. I just want more insight to their mentality about it all, like their competitive approach. Like Brooks is not healthy; he's fighting through a lot of injury, and he's still this cocky. Like that says a lot. That's just that the, with the one a year thing is like, dude. You are your body's already like mm-hmm. fighting you. Like you're having hip, knee, now hand and wrist. Like you better be careful, man. Oh, also get Preston, it while you can. Preston was just training for the long drive, like like three days ago. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's just, <laughs> the swing is going to be all over the place. Should we also pick the long drive championship during dip picks too? Maybe that'll be my big boy stack. We should go to it. Is it in Oklahoma still? Winston? Uh, I think this one's in Vegas. Oh, we should still go to it. Uh, guys, can we talk about Grammarly real quick? Mm-hmm. Please. Do. How about that? Speaking of uh, sponsors we've all used uh, before they were even sponsors, when it comes to saving time and working more efficiently, it's the little things that start adding up and hogging the time in your day. Grammarly Premium gives real-time suggestions on your writing so you can get to the next item on your list in record time. Dylan, I've often called you the human Grammarly. What's been your experience using Grammarly yourself? Oh, thank you, Dave. Um, yeah, just kind of checking myself before I wreck myself, you know. But mostly, I just okay. it's a tone check for me. My, it is. My, my tone. My tones are can sometimes be more aggressive than I intend them to be. I call you Tone Loke. 
I don't, I don't recall you ever calling me tone love, <laughs> but um, you could if you, you you can start if you like. Um, so Grammarly absolutely helps with that, and just yeah, just make sure. Look, as someone who has read um, resumes and people who are like reaching out, like hey, I want to work for Randex, for example, and they there's they email me, and I would just silently judge every email I read, and if you don't have a grasp, like a, a solid grasp of the English language. I'm just not going to consider you. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm just not. You can get clarity suggestions, important. KJ. Grammarly Premium helps you get your message across quickly without repeated or unnecessary words. That's something I've struggled with. It's fantastic. Um, you can use it on your phone, your browser, Microsoft Office. With free versions of Grammarly, you're safe from embarrassing basic spelling, grammar, and punctuation mistakes. Grammarly Premium's advanced time-saving features help you write more clearly and efficiently. Streamline your workload with seamless integration into Microsoft Offices, uh, or Microsoft Office, excuse me, your internet browser, your phone, and more. Close all those thesaurus tabs. That's a tough one for me. And save the research time with vocabulary suggestions for more compelling word choices. Get straight to the point with clarity suggestions that eliminate unnecessary redundant words and phrases. Hit send with confidence and get your point across more effectively with Grammarly Premium. Get 20% off Grammarly Premium by signing up at Grammarly.com slash bang. That's 20% off at Grammarly.com slash bang. We don't even really need to party. I just want to give a shout out to uh, my friends at Midlothian Heritage High School for allowing uh, a friend of the show, Flounder, Clay Guest in the booth to do a little play-by-play. I mean, uh, tough loss against Melissa. Oh, uh, yeah, it was tough. It was you tough. can't get down to Melissa uh, like that. He's he's just an electric human being, and I, I sometimes I have to keep reminding myself that he is an actually a real person. Yeah, he's just he seems like a he's a caricature. He's um, bigger than life, and when he, uh, of course, he had to steal the mus- the Musburger. You're looking live, and then yeah, he's, he's calling the Midlothian game. Yeah, I wish I would have known about this ahead of time. Uh, he was calling a game for the high school that my youngest sister-in-law is a senior at, uh, and, and brother-in-law has graduated from recently. Sweet and Melissa. So it's, not, it's not far away. No, Midlothian. So uh, I, w- I would have gone down there just to see what uh, it looked like to sit there and stare at Flounder in the booth. Midlothian, home of the Jaguars. <laughs> <laughs> Brand new high school. Uh, shout out to uh, the Panthers. Yes. Racing a 14-point deficit over the DeSoto Eagles. KJ's hometown. It uh, Again, I know people out there outside of even the Dallas-Fort Worth area don't care about North Texas high school football or Texas high school football. But it's really cool to watch games like this when it's just two local high schools. And then on the sidelines, you've got head coaches from Texas. I think Sarkeesian may have shown up. There were at least three or four head coaches uh, and or like prominent names uh, oh, yeah. They're just for recruiting. Hey, see me on the sideline. Like, I don't think swag copters exist nowadays, <laughs> um, but there were a lot of big names Should out be. there. And it's, you know, you know, it's cool for the locals. Shouts to DeSoto head coach Claude Mathis for coaching my freshman basketball team and realizing that I needed the rock in my hands because I was deadly from three. That's true. Um, Can I give a shout out to Dunkinville's coach, Reginald Samples, uh, first black coach to win 300 games in the state of Texas. That was his 300th win. Yeah. Big, big time. Big time. Played under a 300-game uh, winner as well. It was a big deal then. I would say a substantially bigger deal for someone like, uh, I was going to say Coach Mathis, Coach Samples, uh, because you're not always dealt the consistent hand of talent uh, like you have in other places. Yeah. I mean, luckily, Duckinville's a, it's a destination town. Now. Yeah, exactly. You know? They don't. They're not. <laughs> uh, 
Speaking of dunking, let's run it let's back. Let's run it back. Thank you, Dylan. Hey, by the way, did y'all notice that in that read, uh, I did the redundant part? Uh, that I talked about the redundant feature. I actually did it twice. Mm-hmm. So it was redundant. You're the, just good the at what, what you do. Redundant? Yeah, there you the go. The what? Redundant. On. This it? is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're running it back. Let's run it back. The segment during which we talked about what we already talked about. Simone Biles probably can't dunk. <laughs> Kyler Murray probably can dunk. They're the same height. Sexist. KJ had to clean up doo-doo at Whole Foods. So. <laughs> we kind of we didn't really make enough of that. Yeah, it happens. All you know. Micah does not like the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, Mike McCarthy. No way. Hang in there with Jacksonville. That is the as as it is the largest city <laughs> by land area in the United States. A lot of people don't know that, Dave. Incarnate Word is in San Antonio. People don't know that as well. They used to call Dylan Big Eight. Hmm. KJ's glad he didn't make that joke. Uh, yeah, to oh, yeah, okay. I'll, I'll tell you really quick this since we're in the trust test. If you, you sure you want to make it? If you've listened this far, you deserve it. We were talking about the different balls that people play. I, myself, who's played the majority of my golf career at places like Putt Putt and other golfing places in which the balls are not white balls, they're usually colored. I'm thinking of range ball bags in which you would find some of those scattered about. I was going to say that if the balls aren't colored, I'm not even going to play them. Would have been construed differently. Ah. There's the joke. Moving along. I was going to make the same joke. No. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> when it comes to grammar, check yourself before you wreck yourself by using grammar. It's good. And finally, Dave calls Dylan Tone Loke, which i still unclear on, but that's... Funky fun. Cold Medina. Okay. I don't even know. Very cool. Very cool. Hey, fun episode, gentlemen. Can I fun pull the curtain real quick? One of the joys of doing this podcast, not only spending time with you two and getting mm-hmm, to see mm-hmm. freshly shaven Randy here across the mm-hmm. room, is uh, I never look at Run It Back while it's in process. Sitting in this position, I can see sometimes when it's being typed out. And for the first time ever, I scrolled up and I saw it before we hit the segment. So during the entire Grammarly uh, article, I'm just like, uh-oh, here we go. So uh, well done. It's it's one of my favorite things to see unfold. Well, of, of course, Mike is the one who started this tradition. Yeah. But now I'm the one hunting and pecking down here. We might have maybe more Micah this week. If not, the, the my backup, even though I have not clarified with this person, we've got a good we've got a good guest picker this week. Going to be tough. Got to follow Gab. Gab killed it. That's true. We'll see what Micah can do. Until then, we'll right, see gentlemen. you Thursday. Bye-bye. I want my Bye. chips with the dip. That's all I know. I don't want my chips playing. I want my chips with the dip. So bring them dips.